Good morning and welcome to Three NPs in a Pod. I'm Tom. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kylie. And we're all pediatric nurse. Pre- no, we're not. What are we? Well, we kind of are. No, we, yeah, are. we are. Are you? Yeah, I forgot. I thought you were. Pe- no, uh, I'm Sarah Nembu. I actually have a. Um, we'll just talk about ourselves a little bit. So I have been a family nurse practitioner. Um, was my initial certification and licensure. So I've been doing that about a dozen years or so. And then I had this brilliant idea that I would like to have acute care pediatric certification. So I have two licenses and I currently work with these guys in a pediatric urgent care in the DFW area. Okay, Kylie. Well, Kylie's on a break right now. So my name's Tom Atkins and I am a pediatric nurse practitioner and I have uh, primary care certification because I'm old and when I went to school there was no acute care certification. I've been doing this over 20 years, have about 17 years of primary care and then um, three or four with uh, urgent care in the DFW area. And I am Kylie and I am also a pediatric nurse practitioner. I have been a nurse for... I'm just going to stop you because you know you're a new provider when they start it with their nursing history. Because <laughs> it doesn't sound good. That's Kylie's awesome. Our youngest for two member, years. Our youngest I've been a nurse practitioner for six months. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've been... I've been an NP for two years. <laughs> and half of that's been on maternity leave, hasn't it? No. <laughs> well, great. Well. Kylie, have you only worked in, uh, in urgent care or have you only, worked Nope. Only ever as an NP in urgent care. And I think Tom and I spent some time in the primary care before we did the urgent care. So, And I, and I should point out that I am a family nurse practitioner. But other than a little women's health and, you know, some adult urgent care PRN stuff, I've really only worked in pediatrics. So I'm not sure my family is super great experience, but I do have some. Well, I, uh, yeah, I've just done primary care between, I lived in Tennessee for a while. And then I've been down in Texas for around 16 years. I've done primary care here. And then I found our urgent care. Which we all love. Which we all love. Yes. It is the hidden gem. We'll have to check and see if we can say where we work. But if you're looking for a job and you know where we work, it's the best (laughs) place ever. Come work with us. So this podcast came about, I think, uh, from the three of us in between our very busy shifts talking about the need to start a podcast, talk about nursing issues, talk about uh, provider issues, provider issues. Yes. Provider issues and all kinds of things. So uh, easy hacks for life. Yes. Easy hacks for the parents, the non-parents, the grandparents. Just a very big (laughs) amalgamation of everything. We're going to talk about everything here. We're going to try to keep it to 30 minutes. And as you can hear, life is going on behind us. <laughs> yes. Kylie obviously has a bird. 
<laughs> a bird. <laughs> or two. Or two. Yes. <laughs> and they're hungry. Sarah's got, Sarah's got cows. I have hungry birds. <laughs> yeah. I have, what you got, I Tom? Two dogs. I got two dogs that <laughs> announced their presence earlier today. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what's on the docket for today, Sarah? Anything you want to talk about? Um. So I, you know, I just thought we would kind of get to know each other, let people know what we're going to try to do is just a little entertainment. So, as you can tell, the three of us are quite different. Um, different stages in our, our NP lives, different stages, you know, just in our careers and where we've worked and the things that we've done. And so I just think it's, it's interesting to showcase that, you know, as, as advanced practice providers, you know, we have challenges, we, we have triumphs. And even though we're from different areas and different time frames, it's still really important to build that community. And so if, People listening right now don't have a community or a few people that are on your text message speed dial because, say, for example, you're a little antisocial, you're a little, you know, introverted. We would just encourage, I would just encourage you to, to find that, that person or that small group or just a few people that you can have on quick text because sometimes you just have a quick provider question, you know, and sometimes you want to make a joke about, you know, the Costco population on a weekend and it's just it's just fun to have the you know as, as providers we don't have to go on the weekend we can go during the week so you know just kind of ways to encourage each other things that we might struggle with so if you have any ideas you know come our way we'll, we'll be happy to to chat about those as well so I, I thought Tom we might just say a little bit of why we became a nurse practitioner I don't know if, if you guys were ready for that but I, I became a nurse practitioner personally um, through sort of a uh, range of events. And it's funny that when I was a little kid, my mom kept this book that, you know, asks you what you want to be when you grow up. And I always said, I want to be a pediatrician. And that didn't really pan out. And I, you know, figured out that it might not be exactly the easiest thing. And um, so I've been very blessed. And, and I think that at that young age, God was calling me to, to work in pediatrics, but maybe I wasn't listening and I often joke about being like Jonah. I don't want to be like Jonah. You know, right. God told Jonah, go to Nineveh. And Jonah did not go. And then Jonah got swallowed by a whale. So in, in my thought process, you know, having a Christian faith personally, I just believe that if you listen to what the Spirit leads you to, that you'll be rewarded. And I feel like getting to become a nurse practitioner, having been through the medical experiences that I've been through, um, if you don't know me or if you do know me, and you didn't know this, I had my eye removed as a, a very young teenager, older teenager. And um, that just, you know, when you're thrown into the medical field at a young age, you really want to be able to help people. And I really like to see the unseen. And so I think that's important, you know, just to, to do what you're, you're called to do. I, I say this a lot, and people have probably heard this before, but I, was, I know I was called to do three things. You know, and one was, the, I know that three things are going to happen to me. One is that I know I'm going to die because I don't know anyone that hasn't. Um, two is that I know I was meant to be a mom. Uh, having worked in infertility clinics as a nurse and, you know, just all those things, it's, it's complicated. It's not an easy task. And I feel like I want to, you know, do good with that, that privilege, that blessing that I've been given. And then three, that I was meant to be a nurse practitioner. And so I really feel called and led to this place. And every day I'm, you know, blessed by support systems. And of course, I'm faced with many challenges, but it always, um, 
God always provides for me. And so for me, I just feel very blessed to have, you know, even Kylie and Tom and, and hopefully somebody listening will pick up on one of our little quirky things that we do and be like, oh, I'm so glad I listened to that podcast today. So that's how I became a nurse practitioner. Kylie, you want to go next? Sure. I started as a nurse, have always decided, like, even as a kid, I was like, do I want to be, same, pediatrician, an OB, a um, nurse, or a teacher? And then as I got older, I was like, a nurse or teacher sounds better for a work-life balance situation, because I also knew I wanted kids. Um, Went the nursing route, really enjoyed nursing, but really wanted to have more like space to educate, educate patients, educate parents, and really like enable parents to know that they can take great care of their kids. And so being a nurse practitioner was the next avenue to make sure that I was able to educate as well as I could. Um, So I went to NP school and now work in urgent care where I don't have time limits on my visits so I can spend as much time educating families as they need. That's awesome. Well, my story is kind of roundabout. Uh, as I, is the rest of Tom's life. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, well, I was going to say, that's that's my life. But um, I was, I'm old. And uh, so I graduated high school in 85. And I joined the Army in 86. Kylie, were you born nice. then? Nope. Oh, thank <laughs> you. That's, that's one of my favorite things when I say that. People in the urgent care are like, I was my mom wasn't even born then. <laughs> My mom was born. God. But uh, so I joined the army. I was a medic in the army. I got out and. Uh, thank you for it, your service. Thank you. It was uh, pre-war. So it was pre-first golf. And uh, I thought I was going to be a doctor. And because my grandpa and my uncle were doctors, they're both large practice OBs. And that's what I wanted to do. I just have a heart to serve. And uh, chemistry and I didn't get along too well. So, <laughs> Same. You know, of course, I took chemistry first class out of the Army Monday morning at 8 a.m. Now, probably not the top-notch professors teaching that class at 8 a.m. on a Monday. And uh, it just was not. But it didn't matter. I could have had Einstein teaching me, and I wouldn't have understood chemistry. And so I uh, ended up in Nashville through a series of events and uh, went, I found a program at Vanderbilt and I bridged in. So I got my RN my first year, my master's my second. And, uh, you know, faith plays a huge part in my life too. And there's no doubt about it that, uh, you know, God called me into this. And, you know, for anyone who knows my academics were not strong when I was in high school and to graduate from Vanderbilt, with a master's degree was uh, mm-hmm. not on the radar then. And so I just fell into this and it's been the most amazing thing ever. That's it great. Meets my needs. I, I guess I didn't realize that about the three of us that, you know, we, when I was a nurse, I was a labor and delivery nurse and I always did women's health. So it's, it's interesting that Kylie also, maybe that's how we I drew to each other, how we drew to each other, that we all had that common non-pediatric similarity uh-huh. you know that ob side of you know i yeah. we were talking one day tom and and we've never seen a male nurse in labor and delivery well 
it's funny you say that because when I was doing my nursing rotations, that's what I wanted to do. I love babies. I love delivery. Right. And, you know, I think part of it just shows, uh, I don't, I don't know how to say this, but there's a double standard, you know, they'll say, Oh, I don't want that male student. But then the OB comes in and he's male. Yes. And I, I face that sometimes even in, in pediatrics, you know, some people freak out if I look at a little baby's, you know, girl's diaper. Like, dude, you know, I'm a, and I, you know, it's just part of what it is. But uh, I would love to have done labor delivery or mother baby. I love that early education that I can help parents with. I feel Uh, guilty, Tom. I did that all and I loved it. I loved every second of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I was, I was really lucky that the practice I came from before I got here, I would do a lot of, newborn visits you know two day four day visits and i just so i got to fill my need there you know i would spend time and educate people and i'm you know my kids are older so i've been through a lot that you know as when we're new parents we think everything's the you know it's oh my gosh you know i'm screwing this up or this Mm. is so hard and then you know i had the opportunity to to have that space of raising kids where you lean back and say listen I felt the same way and you're going to survive, you know, and you're going to, you're going to make it. Well, and as a, as a parent, I don't know if Kylie, you feel this way too. Yours are younger than mine still. It was hard for me when my kids were little, my kids are, if we're comparing children, Tom has the oldest children. I have the middle children and Kylie has the youngest children. And so when my kids were little, I was actually lucky at the time that my mother-in-law lived with us. And so I had someone to help me most of the time. I had someone to help care for the kids because it was a struggle because not, you know, I mentioned that the three things I knew were that I'm going to die, that I was supposed to be a mom and that I needed to be a nurse practitioner. And it's really hard to find that balance of all three of those things. Because you only have so much time and what are you going to do with the time that you have? And it's hard to go to work when you, you know, you're trying to take care of patients and take care of your own children. And so I think just even finding that, that sweet spot is difficult. And so it's nice to realize that other people struggle with that and other people, you know, also would like to be helping the populations that we were called to serve but also still being a parent and being present. And, you know, Tom, I, I love Tom because he still hangs out with his kids. You know, he's like, I'm not working this week. My kids are in town. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, you know, I, I envy that. So I look forward to being able to say that when my kids are grown up and moved out, that they come back and they know that, that mom's going to be there for them still. And I, and I hope that I'm given that chance to, to be there for them when they're a little bit older too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Kylie, what's the, the hardest part for you with the with them being really tiny right now? You know, sometimes we grow out of it and we forget. Um, I think I think some of it is just the busyness of like I'm always needed somewhere, which is fine and I love it. But there are times where it's like, can I just have five minutes? Um, <laughs> and, yes. And I no. Think the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think remembering the bigger picture of like some days are frustrating. Yes. But I'm, I'm raising, I have to remind myself, I'm raising adults. I'm not really raising children, but I'm, my yes. goal is to raise adults, adults that I would want to work with, be friends with, go to church with. Um, and sometimes I have to remind myself that when things are getting hard or busy or grumpy or whiny. I love that mind frame. That's, that's really cool. I never, I've never thought of it that way. 
you know, my husband taught me that that rule actually. So I'm I'm really proud of you, Kylie, because you knew before I did. It took me a, several years to figure that out. Um, you know, one time, my husband required my younger children to order their food at Chick Fil A or wherever they were, and I was like, "You're so mean! Like that's mean! Like just help them order." And he said, "If they want to eat, they have to know how to order because I'm not going to follow them around their whole life ordering food for them." And you know, they were older; they were talking. I mean, they were at least six or eight or ten. I mean, they were bigger <laughs> kids. But you I just thought, thought maybe like the four-year-old was going to right, right? Yeah, no, I mean, they were old enough to speak, but I just thought, man, he's kind of mean. But in hindsight, I realized how right he was. You know, that you're right, Kylie. We're raising adults. We're not raising kids. We're teaching them how to grow up and how to live without us, which right, is sweet right. and sad at the same time. It's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm training you how to leave me, but please don't go. Right, right, exactly. But I want you to be confident and respectful, like, by the time that you get there. And so it's my job to get you there. Yes. Oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I, it's it's so true. Like looking back now, and, and I, you know, I have one that's married, and one that's a junior in college, and I mean, they're both adults and adulting, and the conversations we have are so different. And I think, well, maybe I didn't screw up as bad as I thought I did. You know, it's what I'm afraid of every day. Am I doing the right thing? Good to know. Good to know. I've given them all the right stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So you know, struggles as providers and parents—they all blend together. Just, mm-hmm. just doing life. Well, I mean, Kylie, you said the word, <laughs> my trigger word, the trigger phrase. You know, work-life balance. <laughs> we, we, you know, just to let everybody know, we have, uh, we, we spend a lot of time together. We laugh and joke, but there's two, two things: work-life balance and sleep regression and we'll get to that one later that, that <laughs> yes. set me off but uh you know there's a part of it also from what role you play in the family is right. is uh that's an issue you know work-life balance you gotta but i also have to teach my boys that you know we get up we go to work and we provide and it's it's really hard especially in today's day and age because there's so much pushback that uh, it's it is hard to find that balance, and and as I look back, I mean, I think I tried to do a really good job balancing it, but there were times that I was on the other side. But there were things that I was adamant about, you know, those whole that, that analogy or that story about the guy who puts the rocks in the glass and then the yeah, sand yeah. and the you know the pebbles. Mm-hmm. You know, my big rocks were sports and practices. I, I was at every practice I was at, that I could be. And I never missed a game. And then bedtime. Bedtime, more than not, was well, dinner time at bedtime were the big rocks that I was very defensive of. And I'm going to try to get those as much as I can. And I think that paid off. I mean, there's enough studies to talk about. If you have dinner with your kids and if you're there, you know, at certain times, then it pays off. Well, and it's funny that you say that, Tom, because when you think about it, um, in today's time, I feel like the acceptance of role reversal or as some would say it or just role blurring the lines have been blurred so you know I've been a nurse long enough where it was it was funny to have a male as a nurse but my husband is also a nurse he was a nurse practitioner so you're a nurse you're a nurse practitioner so it's different and whereas the providing role I, I come from a grandmother who always worked and always earned her own and my grandfather he also worked and he 
provided, but my grandmother always taught me that just because you're a woman doesn't mean you can't do it. Right. And so it's just, it, but I, I think it's important to remember that roles are different from different people in different families in different situations. And it's and okay if seasons. the husband cooks and does the laundry and the wife goes to work, because guess what? Tomorrow we may switch roles. And I'm glad that I live in a time where that's okay. And all of the pressure isn't on me as a female to just sit at home and do nothing because God really called me into my field and I want right. to be able to do that as well. Um, but I also personally, I just feel like moms have different roles than dads. And so in, I think it takes two to make a baby. It takes two to raise a baby. But the unfortunate reality is that there are plenty of single parents out there and families that are raising two to different circumstances that are and aren't of their own control. You know, parents pass away or parents have to divorce or parents have to move and things like that. So I just think that we're fortunate to live in a time where as we struggle with these roles and, you know, definitions that we kind of get to make them our own. Right. But, you know, that's why that played a big part of me ending up in pediatrics, you know, and I didn't even realize that. But, you know, you talk about minorities we're, as far in nursing, you know, I don't know the percentage. It used to be like 8% had their master's. Well, I'm going to tell you, of that 8% that have their master's, what, 1%, maybe 2% are male? You know, and what percent of male uh, nursing is male? I don't know. I should have looked that up before I said this. But, you know, and so here I am, a male in pediatrics. Sometimes, especially when I was in a certain population, I was the only male that some of these boys would see in their lives. Right. And I got the opportunity to discuss issues that they struggle with that, you know, at a perspective that they don't see. You know, well, and from a respected but a non-parental point of view, too. Right. Right, exactly. That's a, yeah, that's a great point. So that's cool. Well, so we, you know, we talked a little bit about us. So the, you know, the next, the next show, uh, we're going to start talking about issues that we deal with, you know, how we can handle work-life balance, how we can eat well while we're at work. Hashtag DoorDash Dash Pass. Hashtag. I was about to say, I'm ready to get my sponsorship from DoorDash Pass. So we can <laughs> if, you work for, if you work for DoorDash, hit us up. We got some ideas. And you're hearing our first podcast. So yes, right. we want to talk about you. <laughs> and just other things. So we'll probably end up wrapping it up now. And we'll be posting our goal is to post twice a month right now. Uh, and we will send out notifications when the new episodes are up. We'll be on all the three big platforms, Spotify and Apple. And I don't know. I know there's another one too that we can put on there and we'll go from there. Another episode we'll talk about is technology and nursing and how to utilize it. Just, just read a really good article about that. Yeah, and Kylie and I are working on a planning app for Tom, so you guys stay tuned for that. <laughs> Kylie, Kylie and Sarah are my planning app. That's <laughs> so, anything else from you guys? No, I'm good. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, great. Well, then we'll wrap it up, and we will talk to you guys next week. Three, thanks two, for minutes. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh-huh. Thank you. All right. Three, two, one, out.